What's going on, everyone? I'm Travis Brown. We're here at Bluebell Park at Olson Field uh, with Trevor Warner, Aggie third baseman. Trevor, how's it going? You, you ready to get things started? Oh, yeah. Super excited for the season, ready to get rolling Friday against Seattle. Well, I, I think that the, the question everyone has on the mind about you is, what does it feel like coming into a season and uh, be, being healthy? How do you feel, and, and how does it feel to be able to come in uh, 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 more towards 100%? Yeah, I mean, ups and downs last year with, you know, the ham eight and the oblique early in the season, but, you know, body's feeling great right now, and, you know, felt the best I've ever felt, so ready to get after it. Going back to last season, I know you, you broke that, that ham eight bone in your hand. Uh, it was, like, on a check swing, I think, wasn't it, or, or a swing? So it was in Frisco, and I swung, and then I felt it, and I think I fouled the, the pitch off, mm -hmm. and then I ended up, you know, getting back in the box, swung again, my hand came off the bat, and that's when I knew like something was up. Coach came out there, took me out, and ended up coming back to College Station, x-ray it, and the hook of the handmate was actually broke off. So went in there, got surgery, and then that's that was that. Yeah, how, how weird of a surgery, I mean, how weird of an injury was that? Because it, it's, I mean, I know it's something that can affect baseball players, but but just the spot of it, everything, it's just, it's kind of weird. Yeah, no, it was, it was something I'd always heard of. Like, I knew it was a baseball and golf injury. Like, I'd I'd never known anybody like personally that had broken their handmate before, but I knew it was something that would happen to baseball players. And so when it happened, that was the first thing that popped in my head. But I was like, didn't really think anything of it, and, like just kind of was testing my grip strength and then swung, my hand came off. And so um, I knew something was up and then ended up, um, you know, coming back here and getting it x-rayed and sure enough, it was the handmate. So got that taken out and now it feels great. So Yeah, at what point of the season last year did you feel like, things are back to as close to 100% as yeah. possible? Um, I would say towards the end of the regular season, like Ole Miss, SEC tournament, I felt like really comfortable again. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it was it was a struggle because I had some nerve problems in the hand, um, you know, going through that and then rehabbing every day, just trying to get the grip strength back up and, you know, playing through that was, I mean, honestly, the best rehab was just playing through it and, and getting used to the, the pain tolerance part of it. So. Um, but no, I would say SEC tournament, Ole Miss series around there was when I started feeling good. Yeah. Well, what would you say has been the focus of your offseason this year? And, and how are you a different player this year than, than maybe uh, last year at the end of the year? Yeah. I mean, you know, coming back and missing, I think it was, I don't know how many weeks it was exactly, but, um, you know, just didn't really feel like the same player as I did at the beginning of the season, you know, whether that was on defense or, or in the box, just getting comfortable. But, I mean, that was part of the reason I went out to play summer ball was just get the reps that I'd missed during the season mm -hmm. and so you know just going out there and getting the reps working on little things here and there on defense and then um, just getting back comfortable and in rhythm in the box um, was really my main focus and then uh, other than that just you know staying healthy and doing whatever I needed to do to keep my body feeling good. How much last year of missing the, the, the portion that you did last year went into your decision to, to come back another year or, or maybe instead of pursuing a, a pro at, at that point in your career? Yeah um, who knows what would have happened if I had a full season, but uh, you know, it is what it is. I ended up back here, and, and right now I'm not regretting it at all. Like, I mean, I'm back here for a reason, and I want my full season at Texas A&M and to win a national championship. So excited and ready to go. Yeah, Coach Los Angeles mentioned uh, he sees your ceiling as you can be a, a SEC player there. I think does he call you Sekpoi? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what does that mean to you? With the coach, has that kind of confidence behind uh, you and and what kind of uh, is, is that a goal that you have for yourself? Yeah, I know for sure. It's it's a goal that I've had since you know he started calling me that last season, um, and it truly means a lot to come from a guy like that because you know he's been around really great players that have had big league careers for a long time and coached a team USA and 
had success at TCU. So to, for him to think that of me and, and to call me that is, is a true honor, and I'm ready to go earn it this year. So we talked about you individually now as a team. How is this team different, better, changed, grown from the, the team that you all had last year that defied so many expectations? Yeah, so last year was kind of um, weird kind of coming in just for everybody. I mean, we had new coaching staff, a bunch of transfers, um, nobody really knew what to expect. And, you know, after going through last season, all the ups and downs and, and kind of figuring out our identity, I feel like going into this season, we have all that, you know, figured out with, you know, all the guys that returned, me, Bose, Minnick, Targosh, JT, and then all the pitchers like Johnston, you know, he's going to play a big role on our team this year. But, uh, you know, just kind of getting all the guys together this year and saying, look, this is how things need to be done, and whether it's in practice or in games. And, you know, just kind of having that, you know, being comfortable with the coaches. Like, we know what to expect from them. They know what to expect from us. We know what things need to look like on a daily basis and, you know, all that good stuff. I know you're not Coach Lossnagel and, and you're not making the lineup card, but as you've gone through practice, how settled do you feel like uh, a defensive starting lineup is kind of falling into place as y'all are coming here into uh, the first weekend? Yeah, we're a couple days out now, so we have a pretty good idea, but, you know, things can change like always. And Coach always says, like, the starting lineup at day one, opening day, is most likely not going to be the starting lineup at the end of the end of the year. So a lot of things can happen, but I mean, there have been guys that have been consistent spots, so we have a good idea of what things are going to look like opening night. I think from the outside looking in, starting pitching is is maybe the the biggest question mark. Uh, how have those guys? I know it's all probably going to fall behind uh, Nathan, who, who mm -hmm. returns. Uh, Nathan Detmer. How, how have those guys looked, and how confident are y'all in the guys that could step into some of those roles as well this season? Yeah, um, Detmer's looked really good. I mean, just like he finished last season against uh, Notre Dame. You know, he's kind of still that poised, polished starter, and so we have all the confidence in the world with him. And then Cortez has been fighting for a starting spot on the weekend, and. Um, he's looked good and, and really developed his breaking ball more this year. So excited for him. And then uh, Wansing's been in the mix for that too. And he's looked good just from the left side along with Justin Lampkin. I mean, he's been really impressive as an incoming freshman. And, and I don't think he gave up a hit in the fall, which he and I think he and Johnston might have been the only two. And I think the last person to do that was Christian Roa. And, mm -hmm. you know, he's had success. So um, that says a lot about him. Mm -hmm. uh, you return, Austin Bose returns, Brett Minnick returns, uh, all guys who, who could have uh, maybe maybe pursued uh, the, the next level. Um, how much did you all talk through that process? How much did you know what each one was thinking? And, and what, what does it mean for this team to have those guys back with veteran experience, but also an Omaha trip too? Yeah, I mean, we knew that whatever happened, whether, you know, us three didn't come back or we ended back up here, you know, we had a love for Texas A&M and, and we all ended up back here. So um, we all kind of know what it feels like to lose the last game in Omaha, and, and we don't want that feeling again. So that was part of the reason we came back was to get redemption on that and, and win a national championship. But um, we're ready with a new group of guys to do it with the 2023 team. Do you feel like you're a, a different player because you have that Omaha trip now? Does it feel like there's a there's a new check mark checked on your, your, your kind of player resume? Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like, the attitude of, you know, been there before and so you act like it and, um, you know, just kind of having the confidence to go in there and be like, oh, this is nothing new to us where, you know, other teams might go in there and be like, oh, this is like so cool, never been here before. And there was kind of that feeling last year, but, um, you know, we don't want to just go to Omaha and, and make the trip there. We want to win the whole thing. And we had the leadership like uh, Troy Clonch and Jacob Palace who 
had experience in Omaha last year, and I think Mike Dallas made a trip his freshman year. But uh, you know, having those guys last year's team to look up to and and to pass the torch on to us as leaders. Is I awesome. got I got two really important questions to end this off with you. One, you lose Michael Mike Dallas. Is it just that Nathan Detmer has to carry that much more goofy for the team, or, or who's going to step <laughs> up and take the uh, the silly place in the dugout? Yeah, um, you know, Detmer was kind of his right hand man last year, so he's kind of solidified the spot there. But uh, you know, there's that's a big role to fill, like you said. I mean, with the Pringles and everything, so. We'll see who is up to the challenge to, you know, get the fans going in 203 and, and get the boys going in the dugout. Do, do the Pringles make a comeback, or is that like a specific to that season's? Yeah, we've we've talked about it, and I think that, um, you know, the 2022 team had its identity with the Pringles, but I think we're gonna we're gonna continue with the 2023 team and, and see where that takes us. Okay, so. okay, and then finally, I, I was reading through your, your profile, and the, the very last sentence on there, I'm, I think you know what I'm probably gonna yeah. ask about here. <laughs> it says you haven't eaten beef since you watched Rocky and saw him punching the the cattle carcasses. What 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 right. is what is that? About? When did that happen? When did you see the movie? And what's that about? Yeah, so that was a, a while ago. I was probably four years old and. I think we were sitting in the living room of my, my first house, and um, we were just watching TV, flipping through channels, and, and sure enough, Rocky came on, and, and it was either my mom or my dad said, or I, I asked, I was like, wait, what is that? Like, what's he hitting? And my mom's like, that's, uh, that's beef, like cow, like beef fajitas, like that you eat, and that was it. That's, that was the last of it. So you're just like a strictly chicken pork guy? What? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm, my main two go-tos are, you know, chicken and turkey, but... I'll okay. mix in some pork here and there, maybe some pork ribs from Cooper's or, you know, a little barbecue action. I was about to say, Cooper's is, is a big A&M baseball oh, yeah. staple. I mean, what, what, what are you going to go with there if you can't have the brisket or whatever? Yeah, my, my usual go-to is I go like a pound of turkey and then maybe some pork ribs or, you know, half chicken and then some sides to go with that. Their green beans are really good. They're uh, ranch potatoes, so... Yeah, appreciate it, man. Yeah. Good luck to you this season. Thanks appreciate for uh, joining us. We'll be back with uh, a little more My Aggie Nation podcast after this.